0: Welcome to the Rust Report on ESPN AM 1520. I had the good fortune of meeting two young gentlemen with very um, good pasts of their families in Palm Beach, Florida, in very important periods of growth and development in the Palm Beaches in southern Florida. And today with us we have Joseph Shear, who's a realtor associate with Douglas Elliman Real Estate. And Fletcher Dave's, a sales consultant with IYC a Yacht Company here out of Fort Lauderdale and also with an office in Palm Beach, Florida. Now Joseph's family has been involved with Testa's restaurant in Palm Beach and in Maine for decades because he's not old enough to be involved in that business for decades and Fletcher Dave's is the grandson of Joel Davis, who was mayor in West Palm Beach, Florida, around 2000. To tell you a little bit more about them, uh, Joseph Shear grew up in Palm Beach. He was involved with Testa's Restaurant, the oldest restaurant in Palm Beach County, uh, known for Steak for Two and the uh, strawberry shortcake Uh, with strawberry pie strawberry pie not shortcake okay all right. we call it up in uh, Buffalo New York shortcake but it was it's good I had it many times and he worked in the restaurant as a child a connection with older clients and family members they also have a location in Bar Harbor Maine now a little bit of information about Fletcher Dave's again he's with IYC uh, company and um, he is a descendant of the Laneharts who came to Palm Beach a long time ago 1880 he started school at Rosarian Academy then moved to day school connecting the two schools and both uh, Joseph and Fletcher are lifelong friends at both schools so we're going to learn about Palm Beach past and Palm Beach present Palm Beach is very famous right now as this town, this little town of Palm Beach, has had two winter White Houses. And uh, now again we have President Trump with the home at Mar-a-Lago. So first let's learn about the Testa family, their legacy, what they did in Palm Beach, uh, Florida and up in Maine. We reach Maine, we don't reach southern Florida, but we reach Maine. Right. So tell
1: us about that. Uh, well, my great-grandfather Joe Testa uh, established him and Mike Testa established Testa's restaurant in uh, 1921 and we uh, have since um, been the oldest oldest restaurant in Palm Beach County and we pretty much uh, were the staple for Palm Beach in that time when we first started in 1921. Uh, you know, just, just being a small little quaint town of Palm Beach, we didn't have many uh, restaurants back then and he was able to uh, put put Testa's restaurant on the map and you know continues the legacy for over ninety years. Um, in the nineteen fifties my grand uh great grandfather Joe Testa, he uh kind of started seeing a trend of the more wealthy people, like the Roosevelts going up to Bar Harbor, um, where the wealthy of the wealth would go and winter, kind of like the Hamptons nowadays. That's when he kind of created the the saying "palm's in the winters and pines in the summer."
0: It was always on the placemats. at Testa's restaurant with the pines and the
1: palms. Yep. That was Joe Testa that uh, you know kind of started that. So in the nineteen fifties, he opened a second location in Bar Harbor, Maine, where he would go up in in summer and and see all of his clients down here in Palm Beach. Uh, and pretty much until this last year we uh, we just closed our location here in Palm Beach um, just due to the fact that um, it was kind of uh, our time to close that and st- stop that, uh, that legacy down here where we sold it to the Frisbees and now they're developing it with the, the Breakers Restaurant to pretty much start a, a new restaurant uh, and some some condos above and whatnot, so I think that that's definitely a, an added value for the town, or we'll be able to continue bringing in you know good restaurants and kind of re uh, rebrand that street Royal Quincyanna. Very good.
0: Well, it, right now, if you went by the famous location of the old Testa's, it's just like a parking lot because everything's been torn down, and it must be about three acres.
1: Uh, just just about that.
0: Yeah, on some of the uh, best real estate in America in Palm Beach, Florida, where the President of the United States is a part-time resident. Now, let's learn a little bit, of Fletcher, about your uh, family background. And as you told me, your grandfather, Joel Daves, was the mayor of West Palm Beach and uh, did a lot with City Place and Northwood. Uh, let's talk about the accomplishments of your grandfather, Joel Davis.
2: Yep. Joel has always been, uh, you know, really big into giving back to the community. Because um, you know, he just from the love that he has for this area. So his first big thing uh, once he got into the mayor's office, he wanted to, you know, he saw a lot of potential in the area around City Place, a huge shop, shopping center here in West Palm Beach. And at the time, it was uh, just very slummy, you know, very run down, and he saw a lot of potential there. So he had, you know, those people relocated, and you know, had some developers come in there, and you know, make it what it is today, which is a huge tourist attraction, and you know, tons of shops and restaurants, and is, it does very well every year and brings a lot of money in for the uh, for the town in West Palm. His second uh, endeavor was the uh, Northwood area, which is just north of that and the uh, same, same uh, thing was going on there, it really wasn't going anywhere, it was just going further and further down, and he saw a lot of potential. So he okay. relocated a few people here and there and made it into a much nicer area that you'll actually see a lot of Palm Beachers go to uh, nowadays to the restaurants there. And, and now there is a, a big park has to be at least an acre or two, uh, that they've named Joel Dave's Park, which is, uh, you know, I can be pretty proud of that.
0: Well, that's very nice to have
2: something named after. uh, Are your grandparents still? Yes, um, Joel is still around, and and Khaki is still around, and uh, Joel is still running. He's always been known as a, a big runner. How old is he? He's... 90 years old and he's still, he's still he still he says it's more of a not walk. running for office He's no, running he's still running he runs <laughs> okay. but he says now it's turned into more of a run walk I'm 62 uh, and it's a run walk for me too yeah but i mean my dad my my dad his son says that he's gonna outlive us all god
0: bless him yeah. <laughs> uh, we have a uh, right near where we're taping this program we've had a guest on this program who was General Patton's right arm, General Al Erzik. he lives on Flagler Drive, and he's 101 and sharp as a tack. He remembers every mm-hmm. World War II battle, the time, the weather, the placements, the troops, so uh, that's great. Okay, now yeah. let's uh, talk about what you gentlemen do in your current work. It sounds like Joseph is doing rather well probably because he has all these contacts growing up in the restaurant industry from one of the top restaurants in Florida at Testas and now you're with Douglas Elliman Real Estate. We see some national programs about them with the different realtors on there with Douglas Elliman. Tell us about what you're doing
1: today in 2018. Uh, I started with Douglas Ellman about three years ago actually in New York City Um, after I graduated college. I moved to New York City seven days after and got licensed up there to kind of expand my roots from Palm Beach for a little bit and uh, that's where I first was introduced to the company Douglas Ellman. We're we're the fourth largest fourth largest real estate firm, uh, privately owned real estate firm in the nation. We have locations in New York City, the Hamptons, Aspen, California and all of South Florida and we're just continually growing faster and faster um, you know Palm Beach is a, a prominent state that uh, prominent city that you know is never going to go vertical like Miami um, so that's always a huge benefit where you know our our land is continually going to continue rising in prices and right now it's a strong seller's market with you know limited inventory but with uh the properties being priced correctly uh we have the buyers right now and pretty much it's it's been very very lucrative for me uh, you know, especially growing up in the restaurant business where you know I stood beside, stood beside my you know great grandfather and father who had been there their whole lives and just meeting all the clients that uh my, my great grandfather and my father worked with uh As a young boy, uh, helped me kind of introduce myself. You know, people uh, that are still still prominent in Palm Beach County, and it helped me, you know, definitely grow some relationships and continue to uh, grow my personal business in real estate here on Palm Beach County, in Palm Beach County, and mostly Palm Beach and West Palm specifically.
0: Very good. Now let's talk to you, Fletcher Daves, your sales consultant with a big uh, yacht company and uh, just before this taping there was a big yacht show here, a boat show, with hundreds of boats, with billions of dollars worth of yachts. So let's learn about what you do in in
2: selling these yachts. Well, um, my father has been a yacht broker here in Palm Beach County for close to 40 years now. So I grew up in the the industry and you know grew up helping him with boat shows and you know working through deals and I don't know if he was grooming me grooming me to be a yacht broker because as soon as I graduated college I said I wanted to be a yacht broker he said uh-huh. please don't <laughs> just because of the stress and everything that you have to deal with but I you know I was adamant and got into the industry um and you know immediately started selling boats uh you know being a salesman has to be is an intrinsic trait, and it, you know if if you have it you have it if you don't you just don't. And I luckily I I had it and I um, you know I've been done very well in the industry. And um, we also do I also do charters which um, mm-hmm. can you know keep uh, cash flow coming in in between sales because it's not every day that somebody can buy a ten million dollar yacht. So those come along, you know, that's great, but then you get a few charters here and there, and that that can keep the lights on. So that's, that's but great. But it probably slows down in the summer. In the summertime, I uh, we have an office in Newport, and uh, so I'll go up there for at least two months uh, because it's all the same people from, you know, all the people in Palm Beach, they either go up to Newport or uh, a small portion of them go over to the Mediterranean. But I've found that being up in Newport, I can relate to all the people up there a little bit more just because they're... The True, you know, Palm Beachers. They, they're actually from Palm Beach. They love it. And, um, you know, the, and the weather up there, it's nothing to complain about. It's perfect during the summertime.
0: Okay. Our daughter has taught tennis in the Hamptons and Montauk. And so a lot of Palm Beachers are up Most there, definitely. too. Um, very good. For those who are just tuned in, you're listening to the Rust Report on ESPN AM 1520. If you have any thoughts or comments, if you're listening in New York or Washington or Toronto, drop us a note. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. We always read cards and letters from our Canadian and European listeners. Little plug here, West New Yorkers love their traditions and the Ampol Legal has been writing about Polish-American traditions and events for over 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper, as well as recipes and a calendar of events. Don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance by reading the Ampol Legal. The Ampol Legal is available in many Tops and Wegmans stores. For home delivery, call 716-835-9454. That's 716 835 945 They Have the latest news from Poland and Polonia in your mailbox each week. I'd like to mention next week we're going to have a noted sailor and author of Sail the World, Eric Reichart, who was an executive internationally for Ford and Chrysler. Thanks to those uh, who spoke, regar- who wrote to us regarding Todd Shatkin with the Mini Dental Implants, the Blanning family, honored with St. Joseph's Day, and the Council General of Poland, Maciej Golombieski. A little bit more information about our guests. Joseph Sheer uh, worked after school. He lived in New York City uh, in real estate. He's now with Douglas Solomon with real estate in Palm Beach County. And a little bit more information about Fletcher Daves, He graduated from the University of Central Florida in Orlando and he studied in business and marketing. He's also been involved with boating from uh, being a young boy and very active with coastal hobbies and sports in the Palm Beaches his whole life. Okay, um, let's um, uh, talk a little bit about your grandfather who Uh, your great-grandfather who I knew, I used to take walks when I lived in Palm Beach in the winters years ago and I saw this very friendly older guy and he would be behind his house sitting on a chair and he was carving little wood objects and he was pretty good and uh, we started chatting so uh, many days when he wasn't over at the restaurant around four or five o'clock I'd take a walk and he'd uh, be carving these things let's talk about your great-grandpa testa
1: uh, well Joe testa my great-grandfather um, as you know one of his favorite hobbies was uh, actually carving um, carving little wood statues and whatnot and uh, I actually went when we go to Maine and Bar Harbor uh, he would have a whole wood shop up there where he pretty much would make all sorts of little trinkets and whatnot and he would definitely use that as a stress reliever um, another thing that he really really enjoyed up there was was gardening and he would he would garden all summer long we had a nice piece of property um right right in bar harbor where we'd have about about an acre filled with flowers and vegetables and he would incorporate a lot of his carvings not just with you know surroundings and whatnot but also um things that he would get from his yard we have a property up there um, We had a property we just got rid of, but it was called uh, Reef Point. And just besides gardening, I mean, carving, gardening was was huge for him. Uh, Every morning he would go to the garden and pick fresh flowers and bring them into the restaurant. And that's uh, where I actually got some of the love I personally have now for gardening. Um, Just from being a boy up there, seeing him pick flowers every morning and arrange them, and you know. Coming into the restaurant, and making sure that every day there was fresh flowers for all the guests. Uh, you know, really, uh, really gave me a whole different perspective of love for the simpler things in life, like taking care of your garden, and you know, being able to kind of relate those to some of his personal carvings that I still have today, actually.
0: He was a very, very nice man, a very interesting and a very uh, good man. Now, Fletcher Daves, let's talk a little bit about your uh, family roots. I'm very interested also in the Lanehart family. You said they started um, with a lumber yard here in the 1880s and provided a lot of the wood for the growth of Henry Morrison Flagler's empire, which was railroad going all the way on the east coast down to the keys. Yeah. So, uh, let's talk a little bit more
2: about your family roots of uh, the Lanehearts. The Lanehearts Lane arrived here in 1880 and um, you know, obviously were one of the first people to settle here. And um, you know, they saw a lot of potential and they they had a feeling there was going to be a big railroad and you know, they were very close with the flaglers. Mm -hmm. And they were one of the first surveyors here, uh, you know, kind of scouting out places just because they saw so much potential. Right. And then they, uh, you know, there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of wood to be, you know, that you could use around here. So they started the first lumber uh, yard here in in Palm Beach County and it was actually all just, you know, West Palm was just considered all Lake Worth back then. Mm -hmm. That's why you have the Lake Worth Inlet that's just, you know, next to Palm Beach. So that lumber yard provided most, if not all, of the wood for Flagler's Railroad in in Florida and, and especially in South Florida. And so that's you know something um, I like to mention every once in a while, it's, it's a great thing. And, you know, Leinhard and Potter has since you know, been sold off to shareholders and everything like that. But it was running here in Palm Beach privately for probably 60, I would say over 60 years and mm-hmm. uh, just recently, you know, with the opening of all these bigger home depots and you know uh, hard hardware stores like that, uh, the mom and pop stores kind of fell off by the side, but um you know nothing nothing to be sad about, but uh, you know because everybody got a pretty penny from selling that land, it's pretty prime real yeah. estate.
0: Very good. Well, we're learning a great deal from these two uh, members of prominent families in Palm Beach County. Uh, Joseph Shearer, who is related to the Testa's restaurant family, and Fletcher Daves, whose grandfather was mayor of West Palm Beach, uh, Florida. So we're learning a great deal again. If you have any thoughts or comments, if you're listening in West Seneca, New York, Montreal, or Washington DC, drop us a note listening to our 50,000 watts on ESPN radio. Please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN AM 1520, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. Uh, a little information about Joseph Shear. His hobbies include coastal uh, hobbies like diving, fishing, surfing, gardening. He is a gentleman of the garden. I right? Am. I okay, very good. And a little bit more information about uh, Fletcher uh, Daves. Again, he is uh, related to the Lanehart family who came to Palm Beach around 1880. He's now involved with sales consulting and charter consulting and he's with the IYC uh, company. Let's talk about changes in Palm Beach. Uh, a year and a half ago we had elected President of the United States Donald Trump who has had properties in Florida for 30 or 40 years. Uh, in the 1960s you had President Kennedy with the Winter White House, now you have Donald Trump who's been here 15 times with his Mar-a-Lago estate. Um, Let's talk about changes in
1: Palm Beach and uh, how is it different? Uh, Well, as far as the president coming to town, I think it can kind of swing both ways. You you obviously have some people frustrated with all the, the traffic that they're being inconvenienced by with the president coming on and off the island. Uh, but then you also have a lot of people that, um, you know, that they don't mind it. Um, they're, they're happy to have him as his president. And, you know, if you time time your uh, your rounds correctly, you can uh, avoid all that kind of pain uh, that some people get from being inconvenienced by him. But uh, as, as far as real estate goes, um, some people are calling it kind of the Trump effect with, you know, home sales and whatnot, as, you know, the market's still doing how that, the market's still doing pretty well as far as um, the, the stock market and whatnot, which has definitely helped uh, boost sales, in my opinion, for certain people. Uh, but, you know, all the, like I said before, you also have people that are super inconvenienced by having all the security, roadblocks, and things of that nature. But I personally uh, ha- haven't been inconvenienced by it and indifferent to it. Yeah. It's, You're uh, used to it. The, uh, the Trump effect is
2: something, you know, that is very powerful in the yachting industry because, um, you know, the yachting industry almost directly correlates with the stock market. You know, when the stock market is up, people are feeling, you know, good about themselves. No one is constricting as they do when the stock market is, you know, tanking. So, you know, the stock market being up has been incredible for the boat industry. It's, uh, I think it's the best I've seen it, you know, since I've been in it, and my dad has been in it far longer than I have. And uh, he said he's probably had the best couple of years of uh, his entire career. He's, he's passed uh, you know, year, year and a half.
0: Let's talk about some of the changes in Palm Beach lifestyle. You gentlemen grew up 30 years ago when it was much more of a sleepy little town. It wasn't all developed. Now you have homes with you know, tens of millions of dollars and condos that are, know half a million two million three million dollar condos um, and it's pretty congested right now most of the real estate is gone it's all developed so how has it changed uh, Palm Beach the lifestyle the people in the last 30 years
2: well it's uh, you know the seasons have gradually become more and more crowded uh, is what I have seen you know since uh, growing up as a you know a t- uh, not toddler, but you know, five to ten years old. Uh, you saw the season come in, and it was you know it was quite a a big change from say a summertime when it's it's practically dead here, which we all love because you know you, you can do and get around very easily. But you know nowadays with the you know the, everyone knowing that Trump could be around or you know, and, and social media, I think, has a big thing to do with it. People are tagging themselves and you know, Palm Beach and, and Palm Beach this and Palm Beach that, which is great. You know, it brings a lot of people into here and um, a lot of money in for the town. Uh, but it is, uh, sometimes you'll find yourself, going, ah, where, is all, where are all these people going? And uh, you know, you, you didn't used to see that, uh, say, 20 years ago.
1: Mhm. Yeah, and I would have to agree with that. You know, just growing up on the island with uh, with Fletcher and many other many other families that are are still on the island. Um, you know, we don't have nearly as many many people coming down. Well, we still had a lot of people coming down from the northeast and whatnot, but we're definitely seeing a bigger push of um, people actually turning their homes uh, into Palm Beach as their main residence versus you know just coming down here for the season for a couple months, two to three months. So um, overall I would say you know it definitely is getting more congested with definitely you know more people making this their main residence Um, you know especially this year alone we've had a ton of people calling from New York City, um, Connecticut, all up north just kind of pushing down here because especially uh, with the new tax reform and whatnot they see a lot of benefits of living in South Florida and you know making it a you know full-time residence were they're kind of turning their homes in the Northeast as summer homes, um, kind of like my great grandfather did with, you know, the pines, the pines in the summer and the palms in the winter. So I mean, as far as congestion goes, it's, it's definitely a much more popular place now, in my opinion, and we're having a lot of people, uh, you know, make this their, their full time residence, which is, you know, great good great, for the real estate, great <laughs> for real estate and, you know, great for the yachting industry. Yeah. Um, because. It's, you can't can't do much uh, yachting or beaching up in the northeast right now, especially with all these blizzards. Yeah.
0: I'm sorry, I have to bring the Rusk report on ESPN AM 1520 to a close. We've learned a great deal from two members of prominent families in the Palm Beaches in Florida. Joseph Shear, who's a realtor associated with Douglas Elliman, and Fletcher Daves, who is a sales consultant with IYC in the yachting industry. These young people are carrying on the tradition of their very fine forefathers, and we're happy to have them on the Rust Report. Special thanks to Kevin Carr, Director of Production, for the past 15 years, and thank you for enlightening us, Joseph Shear and Fletcher Daves. Have a great week.